Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Misara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. <laughs> yeah, man. It's that That's time. Right. Week 10's in the books. We're in the double digits now. Season's coming to a close. Uh, I had a bye week this week, but it was mm. still successful. Um, uh, my hurricanes lost. I, I felt bad about frustrating, fucking stupid game. Yeah, I sat up and watched it. I was texting you the whole time. I was yeah. pulling for the U. Uh, they should have won. It's like yeah. it was the it was the game where Florida State was fucking up, and Miami just it was just there for the switch taking. quarterbacks. Switch quarterbacks earlier. Fuck it, man. Let somebody was, throw the ball downfield, man. This shit was so annoying. It was there for the taking, but they have been having some troubles with their starting quarterback. So they went with the rookie, and he just wasn't. He it, maybe he'll be better next year, but I just don't think he was ready. The I moment was too was big ready. for him, and they were yeah. like, "All right, well, let's just run it right down the middle into the and then punt." That's so stupid. I don't want to talk about it. I was really angry and annoyed. It was just well and, on and the, the flip Dolphins side. Didn't play at all. <clears throat> on the flip side. My Georgia Bulldogs secured mm-hmm. the SEC East Championship by putting one on the uh, – who do we play? <clears throat> oh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss or some Ole Miss? Yeah, we yeah. played Ole Miss. Uh, 52 to 17. Let's go. What is Ass this whooping. like? What is this, a Cowboys-Giants game? All of a <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So we set up our inevitable showdown in the SEC championship with Alabama, and we'll see how that goes in a couple of weeks, but whatever. Good luck, It man. is what it is. Um, yeah, unfortunately, my Falcons did play this week. Uh, they're on a bye this week. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> week, week 10 of 2023 was officially kickers are people to week with a record six games in one weekend ending in walk-off game-winning field goals this is never oh i didn't notice that wow six six games crazy yeah it it was it was also swedish father's day weekend Mm -hmm. happy father's day how was how was your father's day was it good it was good man yeah yeah chilling i was i had a my kids came in early in the morning and Mm. uh, brought me breakfast and uh i didn't know they were gonna do that so it was an actual surprise right so that's always good. As usual, my family didn't do shit. I made slow roasted uh-uh. bourbon infused pulled pork in the crock pot and served it up on top of some seriously cheesy stone cut grits. I'm telling you, we were living. It was fantastic. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Uh, I mean, they Since gave the me a didn't care or about you. 
they gave me a present. They cooked a you know chocolate cake or something. But it's like you know what, mm-hmm. you, you know it's tough. It's tough out here for uh, you yeah, know for family that gets taken care of. Yeah, they don't. I maybe I've spoiled them. They don't really know how yeah. to appreciate. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to keep them for now, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't bet this way. <laughs> keep the family. <laughs> yeah. We didn't bet this week, like idiots. Even no, though we should have though. We just didn't have the time, mm. and I feel bad. Mm. I feel stupid. Mm. But yeah. we did flip them and pick them. We did, uh, and you came out victorious by and large because y- you you mm-hmm. called the upset. You called, called the Browns it. called the upset, so you won this week nine to seven, uh, which brings us to the t- we are tight, son, tight, tight, mm-hmm. tight, seventy eight to seventy nine. I have mm-hmm. uh, so. Let's get right into it with the Thursday night instant classic. <laughs> the three and seven yeah. Bears not only took care of business against the one and eight Panthers, but the Bears own the Panthers' first round pick next year because David Tepper just had to have Bryce Young. Uh, mm. It's not often that a team gets the chance to play a team where winning the game increases your chance of getting the number one overall pick. So. Yeah. Good on you, Bears. Well done. Yeah, well um, done, guys. I mean... Chicago Bears do it again. The, the game started with some pop as as Panthers punt returner Amir Smith-Marset took one 79 yards to the house for what yeah. turned out to be the Panthers' only, <laughs> only touchdown to- of the game. <laughs> because in case you just tuned in, the Panthers' offense Suck. is is trash. It's terrible. Um, Bryce Young didn't throw any picks uh, this week, but he also only went 21 for 38, 185 yards. That's not, that's bad. That's not good. It's just not, he's not, it's not working. Um, Do you think it's going to work out for him in the end? You know, it's hard to say. Uh, Okay. So based on what I saw of him in college, I would say, I would say the way you phrased the question, I would have to say, yes. Is it possible for it to work out for him in the end? Yeah, I think so. I think he showed that he's talented enough. I don't really think that being that short uh, no, no, I never is, is necessarily going to be a problem. I think it's an up- it makes your job harder by being short. But we've seen short quarterbacks succeed. Um, we're going to talk about Kyler Murray in a little bit. And, and I actually think, you know, I mean, you can see a guy like that. He's – it's possible. So yeah, with this yeah. team, uh, no, I do not think it's possible for him to succeed. Well, not with this, this team. team. No, I don't. I just mean this organization. I don't trust okay. this organization. So if he could like have just like a terrible run and wind up somewhere else in a couple of years, yeah, sure, I think he could be fine. I'm going to talk about that with another player. Uh, uh, on the other side, Tyson Bajet was just as bad, if not worse, going 20 for 33, 162 yards. Luckily for them they were able to run the ball a little. Their only touchdown came from Deontay Foreman. Um, but their real star of the game was their defense and their new signing Montez Sweat, who was mm-hmm. in Bryce yes. Young's tiny. He, w- he was in Bryce Young's face all night long. All um, night. Um, Panthers had a chance to win the game late. 
um, they could have added to this kickers or people too week, uh, but they did not. Eddie Pinheiro came up short, um, like a man with erectile dysfunction. In the game ended <laughs> with, with, with a dud. Uh, uh. It was a pretty long one, to be fair. But I, I yeah, has I think their kicker has had some problems in the past. But yeah, I don't know. This is a terrible game. Let's move on and talk about the other terrible game that happened. Yeah, man. Um, Colts. A shit bowl brought to you by Xlex. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, this, I mean, the Germany. Patriot <clears throat> 10 to 6. Patriots flew all the way to Germany to kick two field goals and go 2 and 8. And they benched Mac Jones late in the fourth quarter after a dreadful performance. And then they asked Bailey Zappi to step, step in and pull off some kind of a game winning drive, like just out of his ass. Yeah. So naturally, he goes for the Dan Marino fake spike. Worked for Marino, right? What could possibly go wrong? Game-clenching interception, throwing into triple (laughs) coverage, right into the waiting arms of Colts defenders. I'll Uh, take that. This was an international shitball, straight up. This was terrible. Awful on every level. I don't think – I mean, I think the only like – Gardner Minshew makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah. Like like legitimately nervous. You never know, yeah. When when he rolls out and he lets go of the ball, it, it, it like as soon as the ball leaves his hand, it's it looks like a wounded duck. It's like it makes me think of Kevin. Makes me think of Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pretty when the ball leaves nah. his hand. That ball is oftentimes like wobbling, like a like a like a dead duck. Um, yeah. But you know whatever I. It, the Colts are a more functional team than the Patriots, clearly. Man. Um, both teams had a, ran the ball pretty well. Ramondre Stevenson had a pretty good uh, game. Zeke had some nice moments, surprisingly. Um, and Jonathan yeah. Taylor, again, is just getting better and better every week. Um, Imagine if he would have started week one. I know. Maybe take care of the guy. It was all up in his feelings uh, oh, yeah. and the, and the team disrespect him. I think there's plenty of blame to go around there. I mean, I, I actually, I don't think, he, yeah, I just think it's kind of, it's goofy. I mean, yeah. this is a, this is a ridiculous, I, I told, I said before this started, the NFL probably wishes they could have taken this game back and not made this a Germany game. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, they showed a lot of highlights during the game to sort of justify this game as, as being a legitimate rivalry, which was obviously during the Peyton Manning and Tom Brady yeah. days. Um, but the only thing it did for me to see those highlights was to remind me that, that that era is just completely dead. It's, it's over. over. It's like, I don't know if Belichick survives this season. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't disagree with you. Season. I don't disagree with you. I, it's six not, points, man. You can't put together like, more than six points on a struggling. Oh, I guess the Colts. The Colts aren't great. They were four and five. You it's can't looking, put more than six points on these guys. It's looking dark over there. Real dark. No team scored in the second and third quarter. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Let's let's leave this game. Please do. Then we got a really exciting game. Finally. Oh, my God. Really exciting. Add this to the C.J. Stroud is amazing rookie of the year uh, check checklist here. 
Yeah, and now people are starting to say, like, what if he's the MVP of the like just okay, straight up MVP, it. which obviously is silly. Stop it. That's not gonna happen. They're not gonna stop I don't it, they're never gonna give it to a a rookie. I'm but not it, playing. It, I, they might, but it's, this ain't the year. I don't know. He's he, not better. Here's than... my big takeaway from this game is that the Bengals fucked around and found mm-hmm. out with mm-hmm. multiple failed opportunities to dismiss the Houston Texans. I mean, the Texans yep. had no business winning this game. You had a crucial Tyler Boyd touchdown drop plus mm-hmm. back-to-back picks by Burrow and they Burrow still managed. Tripping. Yeah. And they still managed to tie the game, but they left too much time on the clock for CJ Stroud, who, as you suggested, in my opinion, continues to write the legend that is his mm-hmm. first NFL season in the yeah. clutch. This kid took his squad on a six play drive, ate up all the clock and Cold set up ice. their and set up their new. And it was funny because we were sitting there. I was watching the game with Isak because Joanna had already gone to bed and Saga has been, she, she was there on the sofa, but she had passed out. She was so tired. Uh, so Isak and I are sitting there watching and he's fan. like, and he, he brought up something that I hadn't thought of. He was like, who's going to kick the field goal? Cause remember last week they didn't Texas didn't oh, yeah. have a kick. They had an injured kicker and they had their running back kicking field goals. I was like, Oh shit, dude. I didn't even think of that. Turns out they went out and signed Danny Amendola during the week last week. Um, the wide who, receiver, uh, Danny, or maybe not Danny Amendola. Who's the other Amendola? I saw Amendola. I was like, what? Yeah. Is it Danny or there's two Amendolas? One of them well, used to obviously kick. It's the, the kicker. Yeah. It's the one. I think it's the one who used to kick for the Jets. It's the one who almost hit me in the head with a fucking missed field goal when Matt I went Amendola. to go. Matt Amendola. He's the one yeah. who almost hit me in the head uh, yeah. when I went to London <laughs> to see the Jets Falcons game. Um, yeah. So I was wow. like, well, this, this guy can miss it, but he didn't miss. He hit it. He mm. nailed it. 38 yarder wins the game. I mean, both QBs obviously were kind of slinging it. Burrow threw for 347 yards. Stroud threw for 356. The big surprise for me, which I, I didn't see this coming, was was Devin Singletary for the Texans. Mm-hmm. 30, uh, 30 carries for 150 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think most people had written him off completely. Yep. Um, Bengals. Uh, but you see the difference. They ran the ball <laughs> – 32 mm. times, 34 if mm. you count Stroud. And mm-hmm. the Bengals ran the ball 11 times with Joe Mixon, and that's it. I think the Bengals – well, the Bengals, I think – I agree I with that. They behind, though. Well, but I think they kind of ran into a, a bit of a problem because they had a hot start to the game, right? Their first drive, which led to a touchdown, uh, just looked like, oh, shit, here we go. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are about to expose the Texans. Yeah. Uh, and then shout out to the Texans defense because they forced the Bengals to kick five straight punts. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah. there was nothing, nothing but punts for the rest of the first half, um, which allowed the Texans to climb back into this thing and, and yeah. basically take control. Suddenly, the Bengals are playing catch up, and the Texans just refused to blink. They were just like, "We're just going to keep pace with you, uh, and then we're going to beat you at the end." Uh, yeah. And that's what they did. So, but yeah, I guess you could, you're, you're not wrong. The Bengals do tend to give up on the run. Yep. Quickly. That's what happens uh, when you have a coach being carried by a quarterback. Yeah, and you have a lot of uh you have a lot of shiny shiny toys. Shiny toys, uh, yeah. Um I mean Jamar had a great game too. Um, but for only one player to attempt mm, rushes, mm, that means there was no sweeps, no end arounds. You didn't try much stuff at all. 
Mm-mm. He didn't even try to do a fullback dive. Mm-mm. Like nothing, man. It's like, where's the creativity? But, yeah. You know, you know, I'm anti uh, Zach Taylor, so I'm biased. Mm, that's fine. It's okay. I'm pro. I'm pro somebody who tried to kick Zach Taylor's ass in the middle of a game. And that's Brian Flores. <laughs> Shout out to the Vikings, huh? <laughs> About the, I mean, this has to be one of the best stories of the of the year so far. They, they uh, should call them the Redemption Vikings or some shit like that. I mean, you know, well, obviously we're going to get to the Falcons game in a little bit. So, yeah. I, 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 but I obviously needed. I was I root against the Saints because it's like, you yeah. Know, how, what? How do you always put it? I, I hate them with a passion that burns within. Yes, yes. Something <laughs> a like deep that. passion that burns within. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Uh, but also, like, just the Vikings are such a feel-good story. And Joshua Dobbs, again, a- as you suggested, out here making the Jets look dumb again. Yeah. Uh, they were boat racing the Saints in the first half of this game, 24-3 to at the half. Uh, and then they let the Saints kind of crawl back into it for a little while. Yeah. Um, are you on the Dobbs bandwagon? Yeah, I love this guy. I think it's great. I think, I've, I, I think I came up with a nickname for Dobbs fans. Okay. We're the Doptimists. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. We're Dobstimistic. Yeah. <laughs> we believe, man. Yeah. You weren't the only one who came up with a nickname for Dobbs this weekend. You know he's like a rocket scientist from his college yeah, days. Yeah. Like and yeah. he did time he did some kind of a uh uh he like worked a with NASA, right? some kind of a master's program with NASA and NASA apparently released a tweet this weekend where they said that they were officially nicknaming him, uh, a Dobstronaut. See, this is why they should leave that shit alone. (laughs) Fucking nerds. Nobody asked you you nerds. Nobody asked you nerds anything, (laughs) man. Where's where's my wedgie? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the urge, urge to give a wedgie. Someone who will never be accused of being an astronaut, Derek Carr got knocked the fuck out of this game. Oh uh, yeah, uh, with a with like a what was it like a back or a rib plus a concussion or no shoulder? I think it was a shoulder and a concussion. Yeah, it was shoulder again on a on a brutal hit. He got double yeah. smacked. He got hit from up top, down below, uh, and yeah, and down below. So Jameis came in. And Jameis Winston did exactly what Jameis Winston does. He yeah. threw two two Exciting. beautiful two beautiful touchdown passes to get within striking distance, and then he threw back to back picks. I mean, th- that is l- literally the definition of like he is who we thought he was. The Jameis um, Winston experience. The only nice thing I can say about the Saints was that impossible touchdown grab by Olave. I mean, that oh, was yeah. special in the back of the end zone. That was yeah. really, really, really nice. Yeah, I was um, like, they got. I felt like those uh, the, the the people at the end of that clip with white shoes, Johnson. God, he gave it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> Give it to him. Yeah, but he really this, got it. But in this case, it was yeah, a legitimate he really got touchdown. It. Yeah. Um, it, there was also bad news for the Saints coming out of this one. They left the game not only with an injury to Derek Carr, but also an injury to Michael Thomas as well as oh, to yeah. somebody in the secondary who's really – I forget who it was, but mm. they're they're going into their bye week, so that's good for them. Um, and the other good news is that they get to play the Falcons when they come out of their bye week, so, so they should be fine. Yeah. Um, Vikings, on the other hand, are the hottest team in the NFC and currently on a five-game heater. Without Kirk Cousins, without Justin Jefferson, 
arguably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, who is now coming off of IR and likely to return next week. Man, I read a, uh, I read a uh, an article about Brian Flores mm. and how frustrating he was for the team mm. because he doesn't let up in practice. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins was basically complaining about it, like, man, I, I can't get the playoff because he's fucking sending exotic blitzes at me while we're trying to have practice here, and uh, and he's like. Uh, Stronger together. That's what he, he's so intense. I can see it. I'm starting to understand. Like this dude might be too intense for people, and uh, but it's made that team like better. Man, the defense was the worst yeah. in the league last year, and hey, now they're they're carrying the team a bit. This is the same thing. Remember, um, Washington Commanders players were complaining about Eric Bieniemy for the same thing. Yeah, too intense. But maybe he's just fucking good at his job. Who yeah. knows? It doesn't accept um, the mediocrity. The interesting part about this is that, so obviously the Lions won on Sunday as well. Um, but the big takeaway mm. is that there suddenly appears to be very little room mm -hmm. to slip up in the NFC yeah. North. Very no. little room. Um, and that's because Dobbs is playing fantastic. And as we've been saying, this is definitely the best team he's ever played for. Yeah, um, so easily. I think it's kind of fascinating. I mean, I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. Like, I, I, you're trapped between thinking, well, yeah, he's a serviceable backup, but in a way, you can't help but wonder: Are we witnessing evidence of this guy being a legit starter? Finally, in, getting a shot, yeah, in, in a place that has the right environment. Like, I, I don't see that as being completely absurd. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. It's good to be Josh Dobbs right now. Yeah, man. How is it to be Jordan Love? Not good. <laughs> not, not so good. That's, not, not so good. good. Not so well, good. He ran up against the Steelers. He did. Uh, who, you know, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, I mean, they're just out here stacking wins. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yes. this was, they played better. The Packers played better this week than they've been playing recently. Mm -hmm. um, Love did look a little feisty for the Packers, but the thing is, is that in those gotta have it moments, we, we got another mm -hmm. QB throwing back to back picks at the yeah. end of the game. Um, so I, I, yeah, he, ain't well, it. one team put the ball in the hands of their running backs. Yeah. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. That's Both exactly over 15 attempts. <laughs> And then the other team put the ball in the hands of Jordan Love who threw, threw the ball 40 times. You and I are on the same page. That's exactly what I was going to say. For me, the man of the match was the Steelers' run game. Um, mm -hmm. Najee with 82 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Warren had 101 and a touchdown. I mean, mm -hmm. he just – he was like one of the few players of the week, you know, because we, we always watch Red Zone. Uh, it just felt like every time – he was one of those guys. It's just like pot those guys who can pop off the screen. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like every time he got the rock, he was fucking just barreling dudes. Um, and the Packers D had no answer for the run game, um, which is good for Mike Tomlin because Kenny Pickett was average as fuck uh, and continues to be average as fuck. So, you know, that's all he's got to do is not fuck it up. That's the difference in him and Trubisky. Trubisky's going to throw picks and fumble the ball and shit. Fair and if point. If they have Kenny Pickett just not fucking it up, then they'll handle it from there. Fair point. Yeah. 
Uh, the Titans, man. We go from one coach who's never had a losing season to another who's never had a losing season. And it looks like Mike Thomas is going to keep the streak going and Mike Vrabel mm. is going to be over, right? Unless they have some crazy ending to the season because they did not look good, man. So l- let me get this straight. Will Levis plays lights out against the Falcons three weeks ago. Looks like the second coming of Dan Marino yeah. with a 400-plus yard, four-touchdown game. Following week, he looks average to below average in a loss. Mm-hmm. And this week, he shows up like a five-gallon bucket of hog shit going 19 mm-hmm. for 39, 199 yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick in a 6-20 to 20 loss to the Buccaneers. It's almost like someone told you this dude – was some juice that wasn't actually worth the squeeze. I don't know who that guy was. Yeah. Um, you saying he's fool's gold? No, oh, no, no, nobody thinks he's gold either, right? We haven't even, he hasn't even made it to the gold part. No, I cannot no, no, wait no, no, no. to get, I know what you're trying to tee up here. And I can't wait, <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Uh, the Bucks defense straight up murdered the run, yeah. holding Derrick Henry to only 24 total yards on 11 carries. Uh, they should have kept running. I don't give a fuck, man. I agree. 11 I agree. carries. Come on, man. They're stuffing it. All right. Maybe spread him out and put him in the single back. He's still a big dude. He's still fast. Mm-hmm. Like, try some mm-hmm. different shit, man. Just because you're running doesn't mean it has to look like a run. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and, man. And, you know, White Geno was doing White Geno things, mostly. White Geno, baby. Mostly with his black friends that makes him feel like he's not racist, obviously. Uh, Evans had 143 yards and a touchdown. Rashad White, as I have mentioned, is getting better and better every week. He only had 51 yards rushing, but um, but then he added 47 yards receiving. Uh, Mike Evans also dropped a fucking touchdown. He did, but he made up for it. Yeah, he made he, up for it. He had a great game, but it was unlike, like, come on, man. Unlike no Tyler – like Unlike Tyler Boyd in that Bengals game, Mike Evans made up for it. Uh, but that was ugly. That was an ugly drop. It, it was it, it wide was, open. They had faked everybody out. Wide open. It was too open. He's like, I need more contested. I know. I I honestly don't know what else to say here other than that the Titans, uh-huh. uh, the Titans appear to be right back yeah. where they were prior to the switch yeah. to Levis, in, in my eyes. Yeah, it might be time for Tannehill. Um. And then, as far as the Bucks are concerned, I mean, it's it's the NFC South. It's like, it's yeah. just gonna, it's a clown car. It's just gonna keep, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's just gonna keep flipping upside down every week. I think the NFC South and the AFC North are the two hardest to call. That's true. That's Is it true. racist if we stop calling them uh, Black Geno and we start calling them Friar Mayfield? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little racist. Maybe. Uh, the uh, speaking of fried, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars got that ass whooped. With uh, everybody wondering about those preseason predictions of Trevor Lawrence finally being a MVP candidate, hmm. goes up in flames. I I hear a lot of people not only, you know, sort of calling that aspect into question, but I've also this week heard a lot of takes where where people are finally starting to go. Um, I'm sorry, but in what way is this guy a generational talent? I mean, I agree. He's a good quarterback. However, they got to stop saying it. 
we were sold this idea that he was a generational talent, and I'm sorry, but what about I him? I need to see a little more. He I grow, to, like I, I say it every week, man. He throws a great cover two beater, but that's about it, man. He can run. He can run. Uh, he's mobile. He's nifty and all that stuff, but it's mm. nothing generational about him. Yeah, that's true. It's like, man, he just looks like a emaciated Fabio. Okay, <laughs> you know what we call him at our house? What? what? Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, they gotta. Yeah. We gotta do a. Uh, we gotta do a blooper reel with the music tune. Yeah. <laughs> from Sex in the City. Okay, some important business that I want to take care of for for one week and one week only. Mm-hmm. Um. I would like to try to be the bigger man and apologize to Kyle Shanahan, who I claimed should be on upset watch traveling down to Duval Duval County. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Shanahan didn't even need to set his alarm clock for this game because the 49ers just absolutely like it mm. just beat him with a beat him with a stick. Um I mean, in addition to Chase Young on the edge, paired with his former college teammate, Nick Bosa, it's fair to say that that move appears to have worked out um, pretty well. Another Um, midseason move. 49ers D sacked T-Law five times in this game. Who'd they do midseason last year? McCaffrey. Yeah. These guys, man. I mean, nothing was was better than that, that image of having Chase Young on one side, Nick Bosa on the other, mm-hmm. the ball gets and snapped, at the quarterback. and they <laughs> meet at the quarterback and cause the fumble. It was the just fumble, like, yeah. okay, I guess that's yeah. gonna work. Um, yeah, they they caused T Law uh, to throw two picks. They mm-hmm. forced that fumble, um, and they also hold held him to only fifty nine total. Rushing yards, which I mean, it was just a dominant performance. And for Purdy, obviously, Purdy Purdy looked much better uh, than he has in the past few weeks. Debo was Debo was balling. It was great. McCaffrey had a good game. He didn't score. Uh, I felt bad. I felt bad for McCaffrey. They were trying so hard. They were, but it's so hard to get him in. And I forgot to put him in my lineup in fantasy, and I lost by by like half a point. Here's uh, I, I still I'm still my apology to Kyle Shanahan still stands. Mm-hmm. However, and 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 I'm not saying I don't understand that you want to get that McCaffrey wants to get the record and all that kind of stuff, but you are blowing out the Jaguars. Why? Again, you, you were putting man. you were literally putting one of your best players in harm's way. That's his thing, in a, bro. In a 34 to three victory. In order to get this man, uh, blame video games, books. bro. Blame this the video fucking, games. He, he grew up dumb. playing video games. And he thinks he's playing them now, but it's actual players. Somebody tell this man. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore, I'll, or I'll take back my apology. Let's move on to the okay. next game. The uh, uh, upset that I called. <laughs> I called it. Uh, shout out to uh, Kim Patera. I am so upset. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen, man. Uh, we could call this the Deshaun Watson redemption game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he didn't lose it. Deshaun Watson played well. Not going to lie. 
Well, this was the Cleveland Browns redemption game. The the yeah. Baltimore Ravens used to be the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they packed up mm. and left and moved to Baltimore to become the Baltimore Ravens, uh, just leaving the whole city of Cleveland in the lurch. So this current iteration of the Cleveland Browns, I guess maybe some of you know this, maybe you don't. It's technically uh, an expansion franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. They, I don't remember what year they started, but yeah. Um, I mean, the Ravens showed up this Sunday with with what turned out to be like a vintage Falcons disease type performance. And by that, I mean getting a lead, looking like they're going to blow out a team, only to slowly just let it slip through their fingers. May I, I mean, interject and say that it's a Ravens performance? If that's true. Back, but I mean, this year and last year, like they were known last year. That was their thing. That was their calling card last year is losing leads. And it all started talk- with that Dolphins game. We talked about this last year that there's three teams. There's the Vikings, the Ravens, and the Falcons who all seem to have the same mm-hmm. virus that allows them to just let games slip through their fingers. Yeah. Um, because this game started like gangbusters as Kyle mm-hmm. Hamilton picked six on Deshaun Watson's first pass attempt of the mm-hmm. game. End of the tipped. first. It was tipped. Yeah, but he tipped it. Kyle Hamilton tipped it to himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He jumped up, jumped up, batted it, it up. Yeah, caught yeah. it, and took it to the house. End of the first quarter, the Ravens were up 17-3, to cruising. Cruising. Mm-hmm. And even late, when they scored to go up 31-17, to I'm thinking, this shit yeah. is over. But Watson puts together a quick six-play drive, scores mm-hmm. a touchdown. Two plays later, Lamar throws a pick six. And the Browns all of a sudden have a chance to tie the game. The kicker missed the extra point, but it didn't matter because they got the ball back after a Ravens punt and put together a 12-play drive, ate all the clock, and kicked a last-second field goal. This is like a terrible loss for the Ravens. They had no business losing this football game. It's crazy that Lamar was throwing the ball at that time, too. I guess he was trying to get the first down, but I don't know, man. I couldn't believe it. I had already tuned out, like, oh, this one's over. I thought there was going to be an upset, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, whoa. I was in the group chat. Those people that don't know about our Facebook group, we have a Svenafel Pod group on Facebook, and we have an actual messenger chat. It's been fun chatting with our listeners as a watch the game. And uh, I was pretending that I knew all along this was going to happen. This game, this there's no way you could. I get that you called it, but there's no fucking way. This game no. turned on its head so quickly. Yeah, late. I and mean, then the, the miss extra point, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's gonna be one that they squeak out, and they're like, look back, like, whoo, we gotta keep our leads better. But now they're looking mm-hmm. back, like, damn, we lost. I mean, in a week where, in, in a week where, obviously the the Browns win because they won this game, but Steelers also won. Uh, again, this, this AFC North division, like it, it don't act like you got it figured out yet. Like, right. <laughs> cause it's like, I mean, like I'm still convinced that the Bengals might have a chance. I mean, they, they, yeah. I, I can tell you this next week's Thursday night football, Bengals Ravens. Mm-hmm. That might be the biggest game of the year to decide. Yeah, I mean, that, that game it. is, definitely going to have some major major impact on who wins this division and lou sure. lost a bit of his magic man mm-hmm. you know what i mean yep it's true that's supposed to be lou's calling card is to shut teams down in the second half 
Mm, didn't happen. No. Uh, Speaking of teams man. that can't shut somebody down in the second half, let's man. move on to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Lost. Man. Okay. Here's here's we did it. Okay. The trifecta of fuckery. Three weeks ago, we lose to a rookie quarterback in his first ever NFL start. Then we lose to a QB who doesn't even know his players' names or the playbook. Then we (laughs) top it all off, losing to a one in eight team playing Kyler Murray, who has not played in almost a year due to an ACL injury. I would like to be the first to congratulate the Falcons for having pulled off this impossible mm. trilogy of bullshit. That being said, now that you've done it, okay, now that you have produced this masterful trilogy, as a as a fan, just just stop. Stop. Can you please just stop doing this? Like Go into your bye week, figure out a way to stop it, and just fucking stop. Um, uh, you got Arthur Smith, though, so they'll figure it out. Exactly. And, of course. I know of our friend, Ken, friend of the pot. Yeah. Falcons fan, and he's just, yeah. like, done with Arthur Smith. Yeah, yeah, I know. Are, are you I, done I, with Arthur Smith? Oh, 100%. He, You're done? Cor- okay. I, I've been corresponding with Ken. Oh, I, okay. Every, every once in a while, I pop into Facebook, and... And I think the algorithm knows that Ken and I are are <laughs> born to suffer this franchise. Yeah. So, so the alg- like a lot of times when I pull up Facebook on a Monday, the first thing I see is what Ken wrote. Oddly mm. enough, like it's yeah. like it knows <laughs> it knows that that's what I'm looking that's for. Misery Monday. <laughs> yeah, for the Cardinals, I thought Kyler looked pretty good in his first game back. Um, and his deep ball is much more impressive than I think most people give him credit for, especially considering how short he is. Uh, Baby Yoda was slinging it. Um, and that tight end, Trey McBride, being his primary recipient, uh, recipient with 131 yards. I, I mean, naturally, Kyler is out here scrambling, and naturally the Falcons can't tackle him. Um, was that deep throw an offensive pass interference? Trey McBride oh, I, caught. Maybe. He kind of threw the guy. It was underthrown. He kind of throws the guy back and then yeah. and and catches the ball. <clears throat> maybe. But, I mean, I'm not it's, out it's here wishing. Yeah. It, it wasn't any worse than the one that should have been yeah. called against D-Hop when we played the Titans where, where he had – where D-Hop had, mm. you know, A.J. Terrell in, in like an actual headlock. If that's not offensive pass interference, I I, I don't know yeah. what the fuck is, but – the Falcons and Arthur Smith, I mean, I'll say this. He appears to have gotten the message that if you don't use Bijan Robinson, I mean, yeah. we as an angry mob are coming to chop off your balls and shave this ridiculous mustache of yours because Bijan looked really good. 22 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Heineke was terrible. I mean, absolutely terrible. Eight for 15, only 55 yards passing. Uh, leaves the game with a hamstring injury. Um and given his rather mediocre performance, I, I can only assume that Ritter is probably going to get a second chance to to ninety four passing yards between the two of them. Yeah, I mean he came in very late, <laughs> Ritter. Yeah, he wasn't great. 
He did score the go-ahead. I mean, he scored what could have been yeah, the game-winning touchdown. He scored what could have been the game-winning touchdown had our de- defense been able to stop anyone. But we left Kyler too much time and too much space. And just like last week, we let a quarterback who we had dead to rights in the backfield, uh, we let him get away and score uh, or get uh, – not. Ju- he didn't just get the first out on the third yeah. long. He got into, like, field goal range. Um, and then yet the again – The 17's got to contain, man. Hmm? He's got to contain. He he panicked and he went right at him. It's still <laughs> Kyler Murray, man. I don't yeah. know what you're thinking. Yeah, and not only that, like you would think, I don't know. Maybe at that point you're playing prevent defense and you can't afford to put a spy on Kyler Murray, but I don't know. And I also, I guess maybe I understand that it's been a while since we've seen Kyler, but it's yeah, like I feel like you it. always you always have to spy a guy like like Kyler Murray. I mean, he's so. Or if you're not spying, you know that we don't have a spy. Maybe I'll contain. Maybe I won't rush so hard that I break contain and get him uh, laying out out of the way. It, it's the same mistake we made last week with uh, with Joshua Dobbs. Um, you know, yeah, disappointing loss. I didn't really allow myself to get too emotionally sucked into it because I don't think I'm not sure I have any emotions left mm. that I'm willing to to give. Um, so I'm kind of at that point in the season where I'm, I'm, I'm happy for a win. I'm not going to be like, you know, weird about it, but I'm also, my expectations are at, 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 in the basement more or less. So I'm just like, I, I'm not allowing you to hurt me, mm. uh, anymore. Uh, and then I'm like, just really enjoying having, you know, when you, you probably know you, you go through, you pick second teams. Like what's another team that I really like watching. And for me, I got to say the Detroit lions fall into that category. There's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, this game with the chargers. Oh my God. This was the barn burner of the week. You had it, um, okay, first of all, Lions win the game forty-one to thirty-eight, but there were seventy-nine total points scored in this game. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, uh, or no, yeah, seventy-nine total points plus nine hundred and fifty-four total yards gained between these two teams. It, it, this was not a good game if you care about defense. Nah, at, at all. Uh, at first, but- at, at the beginning of the game, I was like, ooh. Is it over for Herbert type of thing? You know what I mean? He was looking bad at yeah. first, but then he got it. He got settled, <laughs> and he starts slinging that thing, man. And the drive chart for this game um, is yeah. is amazing. I usually only read this when it's bad because mm-hmm. it's funny. Punt, punt, um, punt, fumble, punt. Right. <laughs> yeah. But this one is pretty dope, too. I mean, if you just read the drive chart, it's like it tells you how this game went. It's punt, field goal, field goal. Touchdown, interception, turnover on downs, punt, touchdown, 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 punt, touchdown, 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 game winning field goal. That's insane. That is a crazy football game. Crazy. That's like uh, red zone is not leaving you. (laughs) No, every, it felt like they just constantly cutting back. For me, the the Lions plan to split carries between Jameer Mm. Gibbs and David Montgomery was something Mm. that I was interested to see going Mm. into this game, especially since my coach, Arthur Smith, is so terrible at this with the Falcons. Gibbs had 14 carries for 77 yards and two touchdowns, and Montgomery had 12 carries for 116 yards and a touchdown. He had that big breakaway 70-something yards. Yeah, most of those yards came from the 75-yard touchdown run. 
so it's safe to say that this is, I mean, if this is the, if this is going to be the one to punch, I, I think this is what they were hoping for all year long. Um, I think the, the lions are going to be just fine. Um, I guess you can say the run Laporta, Amon Ross St. Brown, like they are pretty loaded. Absolutely. They, gotta, they shouldn't be giving up 38 points, but if you're going to score 41. For me, the run game was the biggest difference in this game because the Chargers couldn't – I mean, Eckler had 67 yards in the touchdown, but as, as, a team, as a team, they were held to under 100 yards in total. It, it, for the Chargers, it was all about Keenan Allen. This dude was balling 175 yards and two touchdowns. Um, but like you said, his counterpart kept up with him. Amon Ross St. Brown, 156 yards in the touchdown. So uh, ultimately, this looked like one of those games – like whoever had the ball last was probably going to win it. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what happened. And shout I think out. This is one of those games that uh, whoever doesn't have Brandon Staley is going to win it. True. And also like shout out to Dan Campbell. I, 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 yeah. I heard a story yesterday on that final drive where they went nine plays, oh, yeah. three minutes and 34 seconds. They went nine plays to set up for the game winning field goal mm. on that drive. Yep. There was there was a fourth and one play yep. where they were already they were in field goal range yep. and and they the Lions went for it and got it. And when they asked Dan Campbell after the game, he said, you know what? He I don't remember I'm gonna paraphrase what he said. He basically said the defense was gassed. There was there was if we kicked a field goal right there, we just didn't want to ask our defense to have to stop. It was one of those games where the ball was just mm. whoever was going to like I said, whoever wound up with the ball last was going to win this football wow. game. And I and he said I wanted that to be us. Uh, I knew it was a risk, but I thought it was the right call at the time, and it worked out. So I, I thought that was pretty fucking ballsy and very smart on his part. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, and then in the, the best game of the week, the uh, <laughs> the Cowboys continued like where they left off and beat the shit out of the Giants, who are just, I mean, nobody expected anything from the Giants. Uh, what did I say? Cowboys were favored by 16 and a half before the game started. I said, yeah. it's not clo- It's not enough. No. Not even close. It's <laughs> 49 to 17. I mean, this is like, a co- again, this is a college football score. Yeah. As will been. I don't have much to say about it. 
It was like an undermatched team. Like a, it's all beat up. Tommy DeVito lives with his mom. We found that out. And I mm. kind of felt bad for the commentators that had to sit through it. Yeah. I don't have much to say, man. The, the Cowboys <clears throat> beat up on a bad team again. They're the a, the NFC's Dolphins. I, I Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I basically learned nothing from right. watching this game that I didn't already know. The Cowboys, they, they can embarrass bad teams and the Giants are mm-hmm. dreadful. Um, and I still think are probably a lock to get the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, then we got the uh, Seahawks squeaking out a victory over the Commanders. Yeah. Who are kind of hanging in there at four and six, man, in the NFC. Mm. But the Seahawks are right at the heels of the 49ers, so the 49ers can't really slip up. Uh, Black Baker. Mm. It, was, it was all right, man. Did a good job. 31-47, 369 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, this was another one of those walk-off field goal games. It, it started yeah. out looking like a shit bowl in the beginning, but then it turned into a slugfest. These two teams yeah. were playing hard, banging bodies. It looked cold up there in Seattle. Um, you know, at the half, it's tied 9-9. Nine to nine. Um, And both quarterbacks came out of the half and just started going for it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, both quarterbacks played pretty good. Sam Howell, 213 yards, three touchdowns and no picks. Gino, as you suggested, played really well. Um, I I thought for sure it was going to go to overtime when the commanders tied it up with less than a minute to play. But Gino, Mm -hmm. honestly, he he hasn't had quite the year that he had last year. But he, in this final drive, he, 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 you know, he just said, fuck it. I'm going to go win this football game. Um, and, and just, he, he has, he has those moments where some of those passes him too, with that cover two beater mm-hmm. when he's on it is, it's gorgeous. Um, Brian Robinson for the commanders. He didn't rush for very many yards, but he did catch six passes for 119 yards. One of which yeah. was a 51 yard catch and run, uh, that led to a touchdown. Um, on the other side, DK Metcalf had a nice day, which hasn't been happening all a lot this year. Mm-mm. He's quietly been really average. Um, same only thing three with sacks. Tyler, same thing with Tyler Lockett too. Yeah, only three sacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you're right about the Seahawks sort of hanging in there. Um, I don't I know. I didn't see them being six and three now. Yeah. Call that. I don't. They don't pass the eye test for me too. To me, they, to me, they look, they look, they look like a team that's just waiting to collapse in the second half of the season. Yep, I could be wrong, and I I don't, I I don't wish for that to be the case, Um, but I just, I'm not. Yeah, sold. I'm not seeing it. Are you sold on the Jets? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, oh. if I own, if I if I happen to find myself in ownership of the Jets, I would sell them. If that's what you mean. <laughs> um, I mean, stop me when you've heard this one before. Down by four with just under five minutes to play, the Jets put together a long clock eating eleven play drive to win the game. But Zach Wilson throws a pick in the clutch mm. when they could have had Joshua Dobbs in there snatching the victory from their opponent, who managed to put up only sixteen man. points on the board. This was a terrible football game. 
Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs is the only one who deserves any real plays praise as far as the offense is concerned. Uh, the guy is just, again, he's yeah. one of those guys. It's just been quietly week after week, getting a lot better. 27 carries for 116 yards. Um, you it, think it he feel- hated Josh McDaniels? Oh my God. He might've hated him the most. Uh. Probably. I, they even asked him at one point, someone asked him, he gave a very honest, some reporter asked him when Josh McDaniels was still there. He's like, Oh, what do you think you need to do to fix the offense? And his response was, it's not my job to fix the offense. Mm. <laughs> well, I wonder who he was talking about. Hmm. Hmm. It's pretty funny. You think he'll be a head coach again? No, 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 never, 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 ever, 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 never, ever. Just like Urban Meyer, him and Urban Meyer, never, never, ever. Oh yeah, good one. He could probably go get a college job, Josh uh, McDaniels, if he wants. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he there's could. so. Oh, are you kidding me? There's so many yeah. vacancies every yeah. year. Uh, he would yeah. definitely be able to get a college job easy if he wants to do that. Might be better, as long as mm-hmm. the players don't mention the Patriots. But they'll be too young to know about them. Exactly. He'd be like, "Sit down, children. Let me tell you about, about back in my day. Let me tell you about the New England Patriots. Let me explain the Tuck rule." <laughs> uh, <laughs> then the final game that I watched this morning, to my elation and surprise, mm. the Broncos, who earlier this year got beat by a certain team, seventy mm. to ten, mm. uh, managed to beat one of the top teams in the AFC again. They beat a top team, uh, first the Chiefs and now, which makes sense because it's a rivalry game. You never know, but then Buffalo. For some reason, I don't know who to blame it on. Mm. I don't know if there's any type of precious metal that's out there that I could <laughs> attribute to the talents of the quarterback. I don't know if I'm looking out there, and it looks it looks like it could be gold. Mm. But then, when you but get closer... <laughs> And he throws another fucking late outside pick. And then you realize it's just fool's goal. And the Bills are 5-5 five and five with a top three quarterback, according to a lot of people's opinion. But I feel like if you keep throwing more interceptions than touchdowns and the most interceptions since you came into the league, you're probably not a top three touch, uh, quarterback. Mm. And on the flip side, the decimated defense is out here looking at uh, Grandpa Wilson, Wilson from Dennis the Men, no, from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> Wilson from Castaway. Right, <laughs> is out just here. A volleyball, just a volleyball with a just face a volleyball paint with face paint, <laughs> throwing 193 yards on 24 of 29, two touchdowns, and he was like kind of old school Wilson. Old school in the fact that he was rotating the wrong way, running into a sack every uh, 13th drop back, and then mm. also scrambling to the outside and creating, throwing the ball, flipping it to somebody. Most of the their big uh, plays were like that, where he just creating and flipped the ball out to somebody who's waiting uh, because it seems like he forgot how to read defense anyway. So, mm. fucking, uh, <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm almost speechless 
I'm a little mad that I let you talk me into picking Buffalo to win a division, but mm. now you should see what I meant by their windows closed because I think it's official, man. Yeah. I think their windows closed. I mean, as you suggested, I think there are a million things you could point to um, regarding the Bills and how they lost this game. And I just thought it was kind of interesting how you they put in a performance like this and and very rarely do you see them put the cherry on top at the very end the way the bills did uh by putting 12 men on the field as yeah. the broncos kicker will Miss. Lutz misses misses the game winning field goal penalty gives the broncos a second chance and then Lutz drills it for the win i mean to me that's like that to me again that that is another example of losing as an art form they lost this game so artfully with the cherry on top at the end and everything. It was, it was it, poor Bills fans. It just, what are you going to do? There's a, there's a guy we all, we both know. And I think we both like this guy a lot. Mm. One, uh, Richard Sherman, former mm. Seattle mm. Seahawk and mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco 49er cornerback. Mm. Let me guess. The he had, the boom. He, let me guess. He had a take. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Richard <laughs> Sherman had a take. He tweeted last night. The Josh Allen conversation needs to be had. It's getting out of hand. Wow. I've been on it, bro. I've been on it, man. I'm so tired of being right about this shit. What is, do you know what his touchdown to interception ratio is right now? It's probably bad, isn't it? It's got to be. This year or? Yeah, this year. I'll look it up, man. It's got to be bad. Um, while Which you're Josh looking Allen, at, the good one or the quarterback? <laughs> while you're looking it up, I'll say this. Uh, as far as the Broncos are concerned, this is a team that started the year 0-3. And ever since we all wrote them off after dropping 70 points to the Dolphins, this team has suddenly mm-hmm. become competitive. They're still not a good football team. But they hang around. And, and, and like this, in a game like this, they found a way to – they are finding a way to become a part of this very large AFC middle class with a four yep. and five record. There's a lot of teams that are in that position in the AFC. Yeah. Now, do I think that means they're going to make like get a wild card spot? Maybe, probably not, but yeah, it's probably. possible. I mean, it's yeah. there. It's there. I mean, all these other teams are fucking tripping up. And all so. of this, uh, this all this Nathaniel Hackett pendulum swing pushback and all of that stuff. Hmm. Sean Payton doesn't look like as much of an asshole. It looks like he's riding the ship slowly. He's still an Big asshole. Ships turn, we used to say this in air traffic. Big ships turn slow, man. <laughs> That's true. He's still an asshole, to be fair. That being I said, agree. Yeah, I don't think, I never thought uh, under gate. any circumstances that that Sean Payton was a worse coach than Nathaniel Hackett. Right. Um, but people just try to act would, like that. They tried to act just, like that. I just thought it would take some more time. Like you said, that's a yeah. good metaphor. Big ships t- turn slowly. That's a that's a good way to put it. Josh Allen's statistics: hmm. two thousand six hundred yards, hmm. nineteen touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Hmm. Quarterback rating or QBR seventy two point one. Seventy two point one is fourth in the league, so hmm. it's not terrible stats. But eleven interceptions is a lot, I think. Yeah, more I think than one if, you, a game. if you throw in the fumbles too, you probably oh, yeah. get even closer. 
Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, Bills are in a tailspin, no doubt about it. Do you think they could turn it around? Some people are, are saying that they may, might need a new coach. I I I do. Hmm. No, I don't. If I had to guess, if you, if I had to get if I had to flip a coin and guess, can they turn it around? Yes or no? I'm saying no. Really? I think the pressure is too much. Yeah. I think they could turn it around. I, of course, all they, they need is like because the Dolphins could lose to anybody. <clears throat> I, I, of course, I think they could, but I'm guessing. I guess what I should say is that I'm guessing that they won't. My guess is that they won't turn it around. Yes, they can, but my guess is that they will not. Okay. But then again, I'm a pessimist. So, what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> uh, I can't find this fumble. Oh, mm. he's got. Hmm. Uh, he lost uh, three fumbles this year. Hmm, that's so, so, with the, so that's 14 turnovers, 19 hmm. touchdowns. Hmm. It's not good. Yeah. Just throwing it out there, man. Josh Allen fans out there. Love it. Fool's gold. So that was a <laughs> – I said it, man. Everybody had like I was crazy. Hmm. Fool's gold. <laughs> uh <laughs> my uh I'm getting into the superlatives now. My uh MVP of the week, probably no surprise here, it's Josh Dobbs. Hmm. Besides probably being the happiest guy in the league with the most improved situations, jobs Josh Dobbs, uh who's made me a jobs a Dobstimist, is uh also <laughs> he's made me very optimistic. <laughs> Is sitting pretty with the luxury of tempered expectations and a top wide receiver coming back to join him on his quest for supremacy. He had that crazy win last week, but that was just a fluke, right? It didn't matter to Josh. Granted, the defense held up their end of the bargain and the Saints lost their starting quarterback, but Dobbs once again did his thing. There were points in his game where he just took over. If you watch it, you see it. He certainly can't know the playbook 100% yet, being there only a week. And he just figured it out and put together a 23 for 34, 268-yard, one-touchdown performance. He got some huge third-down conversions with his legs and arms on the move, and his team is starting to believe in him. You can see it if you look at the sidelines. Would they have won without him? I don't know. But I guarantee you Viking fans don't want to find out. For that reason, Josh Dobbs. You the real MVP. That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Um, for me, you like that? You like that? He does like that. Mm-hmm. For me, for MVP, I'm going to go <clears throat> with the combination of CJ Stroud and his first year head coach, D'Amico Ryans. Mm. The obvious justification, uh, you know, would see me pointing to the stat sheet, but I feel like. We do enough of that on this podcast. Um, and let's face it, numbers don't always tell the whole story. So why am I giving them the MVP? I'm glad you asked, John. I'm giving it to them because they are giving this broken and depressed fan base a reason to hope. And while hope 
clearly a dangerous thing. I, I mean, I personally would take that over this like certain doom and despair that my Falcons are currently serving up. I mean, for D'Amico Ryans to show up and grab the reins of this team in his first mm-hmm. year and put a team and a game plan together that has one of the most historically dysfunctional and irrelevant teams playing solid, sound, sexy football. Shout out to alliteration, y'all. All I can say <laughs> is color me impressed. I knew that Stroud was the real deal. I've been saying this since before the draft, but what I didn't know was that D'Amico Ryan's would be able to maximize his talent as well as he has. So for all of the sake of hope and, and goodness in the world, CJ Stroud and D'Amico, D'Amico Ryan's that is my week 10 MVP. You the real MVP. Uh, who's your trash? My trash. I'm sorry, Bill Belichick, but I got to go Patriots on this one. Ooh. To fly all the way over to Germany and only manage to kick two field goals. I mean, what are we doing here? Part of me yeah, does really enjoy watching this empire crumble to the ground before our very eyes. I, I still feel about America. <clears throat> Talking about the Patriots. <laughs> I, I do still feel the hurt from from that Super Bowl loss like it was yesterday. But I can't blame mm. Bill for that, especially since the man was just doing his job, unlike mm. Kyle Shanahan on that particular night who did not do his job. Uh, but this isn't about him. This is about the Patriots who at the moment are now in contention to finish as the worst team in the NFL. I personally Playoffs? think – Don't talk yeah. about it. Playoffs? You kidding I, me? I, I think it might be time to tear it all down and start over from scratch. I, I for Ooh. one, hope that Bill gets a chance to break the coaching wins record. Um, but I kind of hope he can do it uh, or at least find a way to do it for another team, especially given that that Belichick is 18 wins behind George Hallis, 28 wins behind Don Shula at this rate it'll take him like 10 to 15 years to break the record. I mean, he'll be like weekend yeah. at Bernie's dead as a doornail propped up on the sidelines. If he's, he's going to try to break this record with the Patriots. I mean, it, yeah. it's just, it's not going to happen because that team is a hot burning pile of stinky trash. Like, yeah, mm. uh, bad. You are trash. What if he gets, cause they're going to fire Brandon Staley. What if Belichick goes there? Woo! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's a, what if they get what if they get what, Belichick over in LA, man? Can you imagine Belichick going against Andy Reid twice a year? Belichick with that roster. That defense who, too, man. This is an interesting thought experiment. Bosa, fucking, who else? Uh, Derwin James. Yeah, Bosa. Oh, who else? Who else? Raiders? Oh, nah. you know you know the other rumor that I heard this week, actually, now that you mention it. Uh was Belichick winding up with the Bucks? Hmm. I heard that is a rumor. I don't. Yeah. Washington I think too. Todd Bowles Washington. is doing what he can there. Washington's a. Good I heard one. Washington is another rumor as well. Carolina, he probably wouldn't want to deal with Tepper. He doesn't want to go there. Can you imagine him and David Tepper in a room together? They would kill each other. Yeah. I think you're right. I think the Chargers would be the best spot. Yeah, it's the best. Wow. Mm. Damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> a little food for thought. Hmm. My trash is AFC East quarterbacks not named Tua Tungavailoa. 
What is happening in the AFC East? <laughs> Before the season, we were saying strongest division in football, possibly. You know, the only quarterback that had the question mark was like, I don't know, you know, two years ago, we thought Mac was their, the heir apparent of Tom Brady. They lucked out. They did a, a Packers type of thing. And then it was wait and see for Zach Wilson. Who knows? You know what I mean? And and Tua, we'll wait and see for him too. That was two years ago. While Josh Allen, he was lined up to be possible MVP every year. We had anointed this guy a top three quarterback. The AFC East was supposed to be the scary juggernaut division when the season started. We even talked about the possibility of having all four teams make the playoffs. And then this weekend happened. And we saw Mac Jones get benched. We saw Zach Wilson throw another game-losing pick. And we saw Josh Allen try to do a hero ball and lose another team, another game where his team is the huge favorite. It's starting to look like the only trust, trusty, dependable quarterback in the AFC East is the much maligned, we'll see if he stays healthy, Tua Tungvaloa, who's doing his thing. So everybody besides Tua in the AFC East. You are- Trash! Wow, look at you crawling up in your bag. I love it. Yeah, man. I love it. <clears throat> That's fine. My shit, my shit got learned this week is uh golf is that dude, bro. Golf is that dude, man. I remember when uh Brian Flores first took over the uh Dolphins. And they, I remember the Dolphins were shit, and everybody said it was going to be the worst uh, roster ever. And he started bringing people off the street. And then they started turning it around. The first team that uh, that Miami went against and embarrassed was the L.A. Ram- um, was it L.A.? The Rams. Mm-hmm. And it was golf. And everybody thought that was the beginning of the exposure of this guy who's never going to cut it. Only got the job because he's handsome and looks like Ryan Gosling. Mm. And he was kicked out of there. Sean McVay seemed annoyed. He got Stafford, fell in love with Stafford, wins the Super Bowl. And golf is just this castaway player that's not going to do shit but go off into the sunset and have a mediocre career. Then he meets and gets hooked up with Ben Johnson, who's from no coaching tree, just this amazing offensive coordinator that's Mm. probably going to be a head coach whenever he's ready. Turned down coaching jobs in the offseason just to keep fucking with golf. And now golf is a top 10 quarterback in the league, man. Quietly doing his thing, not shiny. The best thing I've seen him do is go and undercover at a college and pretend to be some walk-on quarterback and scare the shit out of everybody. Hilarious. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. And now uh, he's doing it in the league, one of the top offenses in the league. And it's probably going to be deep into the playoffs. Somebody who we cast aside. And is looking like a top quarterback, man. Shout Mm. out to Goff, man. I learned that this dude is for real. Wow. It's a great point. And what an amazing story that would be. You know, him getting cast off to the lowly Lions in exchange for Matthew Stafford. Labeled as the quarterback who could never win. You know, he's not going to win the Super Bowl. Stafford wins with the with the Rams and then if he could turn around and put something together for these Lions and I mean what is it they haven't won a playoff game since 1991 the Rams 90 yeah something like that yeah, it's crazy 
I, I, and another thing I want to add is uh, they're not. It's not talked about enough. The Rams are struggling right now because they basically bought that Super Bowl. Oh, it's not sure. just that they got rid of golf. They brought in Stafford and they bought a bunch of players, and now they're suffering from it. And the mm-hmm. Lions built it from scratch, and it's yep. starting to come together. So I'm glad that they trusted golf, and he never turned his back on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's working out, man. Shout out to him. Great point. Um, my shit got learned. We have been hinting at this for a few weeks, or more than hinting at it, uh, but I think I'm with you, and I think it's time to call it. The shit that I learned this week is that the Bills' Super Bowl window is like certifiably closed. That 13th second game, followed by the next year, uh, losing at home to a good Bengals team, you put all those expectations on top of them that have been piling up for the last three years, just building and building. It feels like the bills are now falling off a cliff toward an inevitable collision course regarding both the coaching staff and the roster. I would put Sean McDermott on the hot seat next year because Mm. of this season so far, uh, assuming they don't turn it around. Gabe Davis is gone for sure. But I also would not expect to see Stefan Diggs in a Bills uniform next year. Uh, and all those defensive players who are supposed mm. to make this team great um, will also likely be playing elsewhere. I looked this up. I'm not going to list all their names because there's too many of them. But according to Over the Cap, uh, a extremely significant number of their best defensive players are all slated to become unrestricted free agents in the offseason this year. I'm sorry, Bills fans, but I, I I think it's over. I think the window is closed. I think you got trapped outside in the cold, no shirt, surrounded by broken tables, a broken team, and most certainly <laughs> a broken heart. Um, Damn. That, and and yeah. they're the one fan base that deserves a fucking Super Bowl, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry. I'll fuck them, because fuck them, that's why. All right, uh, best AFC, scariest AFC team. I got to go back to the Chiefs, man. After seeing this whole gauntlet of games, Ravens slipping up, Browns getting some traction, Bengals slipping up. Uh, Dolphins didn't play, Chiefs didn't play, but the Chiefs have beat the Dolphins last time uh, they both took the field. So I got to say the scariest team is the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. They have an absolute... Barn burner of a game waiting for them out of the bye week, a Super Bowl rematch against the Eagles. Um, you win that game, and <laughs> you are definitely the scariest team in the AFC for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, NFC team, I got to go with the Lions, man. They look complete. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. complete. They gave up a lot of points, but they still they look like a, they're uh, they're a good team. It was a lot of points against the Chargers who do have a dynamic offense and a shitty coach. Mm. So Yeah, man. Lions. It's for me it's it's probably the Eagles getting healthy mm. on a bye. Um but I think I could also say the 49ers. I mean, they drop three straight mm. and then they come out of their bye and they just pants the Jaguars. It looks like they got right and again, mm. like you said, um Big time midseason uh, trade to shore up that defense. Um, mm. Oh yeah, good point. For me, I think I, I want to say the Lions, but I'm a little 
I'm yeah. a little skeptical of, you know, they have the Lions have had some weeks where it's like, wow, the Lions defense is really good this year. And yeah, then it's like they got that ass whooped when they ran up against the Ravens. So that's true. Yeah. So it's if their their defense feels a little too inconsistent for me to crown them as the scariest team in the NFC right now. So I, I think it might mm. be either the Eagles or the 49ers. Uh, the team I'm putting some spec on, or the the entity I'm putting spec on, Denver Broncos, man. It is a team. Broncos. Hmm. We we wrote them off. They didn't write back, though. Hmm. And uh, they're doing their thing now. They're coming together. They're almost, are they 500 now? Five and five? Hmm. Something like that. The, Close. Yeah, the Broncos started out looking like they're going to get them a nice little first round, first pick of the draft. They got blown the fuck out almost historically, and they never wavered. You know, uh, Sean Payton looked like maybe the game had passed them by, but they weathered the storm. And now, even though it's not pretty, it's never pretty with them. Hmm. They're they're kind of in the hunt. They just they beat two good teams in a row. Hmm. So, I gotta say the the Broncos right now are saying you better. Put some respect on my name. That's a good point. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray in his first game back. I heard a lot of smack getting talked about him in the run-up to this game, and I got to say, he looked like a starting NFL quarterback to me. Uh, I mean, he was playing the Falcons, who, I remind you, made Will Levis look like, you know, the greatest quarterback in NFL history. But honestly, I, I kind of like Kyler. And, and even if they play their way out of a number one draft spot, which – Considering the Giants, I, I assume they definitely will do that. Uh, they will still get a pretty high pick. And if Kyler puts enough fire on tape, they could still trade him and move on, back up if they if they really, really want to. Uh, either way, a fan base deserves to feel that sense of hope when they get their best player back. And I think Kyler is definitely that when it comes to the Cardinals. Rehabbing ACL is not a fun thing to do, but mm. he did it. He came back looking exactly how I remember him. So this week, I'm going to put some spec on Kyler Murray's name. Put some respect on my name. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's it, man. You're up by like four points in the uh, flip and pick em. We'll be back with the, the picks for the week 11 games and some news and whatnot. And uh, so stay tuned for that. But we appreciate y'all, as always. It's been another episode. Of Spinfell, so uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I know we're in the double digits. I know that means Thanksgiving's closer. I know that means mm. the football season end is closer. But we're gonna enjoy it while it's here, man. We appreciate y'all. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sara with Spinfell. Stay tuned. Peace, lady, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.